He made some news on this show last week, and we welcome him back for Monday with the mayor, Mayor G.T. Bynum. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Uh, You know, you said that quote last week about David Ware. We're not going to get into it too much, but you you, you said that quote about David Ware last week about him being scum of the earth. And it kind of just, it kind of went right over my head. It wasn't until later in the morning I sat there and thought, well, that's pretty newsworthy. Were you worried at any point last week that maybe you'd uh, caused, uh, given the defense, cause for a change of venue? Uh, No, no. And just to be honest with you, I mean, uh, I've, wasn't necessarily uh, uh, thinking about that you were going to ask that question in advance. I guess maybe I should have. Uh, well, I mean, you even prefaced it by saying I probably shouldn't say this, but and and here's the challenge. I mean, uh, I, I love these officers, Dan. Yeah. Uh, I love their families. I love the men and women they serve alongside in the field. And I just answered your question uh, from that place rather than maybe some calculated impartial standpoint, I don't pretend to be impartial on this one. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I, I, uh, I did not regret saying it and, uh, and stand by it. Okay, well, let's, let's just clean up one other thing from last week because the chief was, in fact, uh, uh, Captain Muhlenberg called <clears throat> me late in the day on uh, Monday last week, said, hey, the chief would like to be on tomorrow. And and one of the things that he talked about is I, I you know the Ladonna Paris thing locked in the bathroom and I won't go through it all again. But you, you had said I had asked you if you thought maybe policy in terms of officer behavior on the scene needed to be tweaked. You said yes that you thought so, and then the chief said no, it really wasn't an issue of policy. It was an issue with that specific officer's conduct and losing composure. So is there is there something that needs to be ironed out between you and the chief in that regard? No, not at all. I, I think that what the the chief was getting at there is that, uh, that there's not necessarily a, a belief. And again, uh, you know, he and even more than me is involved in the disciplinary process there, and so he has to be careful about what he says. But uh, you know, it isn't necessary that there was, uh, from a tactical standpoint, a, a violation of policy. But from how uh, we expect uh, officers to to treat people in the field, and especially somebody in a mental health crisis. There is still an issue to be dealt with, and is being dealt with. Mayor um, Chief Franklin said one of the biggest issues that he has right now as chief is filling vacancies for officers. And I see that yes. online. You have a lot of openings within the city, too. How is recruitment going for hiring people to work for the department and for the city in general? Uh, it, 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 as I said in my State of the City address, um, hiring for the Tulsa Police Department is the single greatest public safety challenge that we face in Tulsa right now. Um, because we know we do not have enough officers, independent Experts have verified that, and we've spent the last five, six years now working toward that independently verified goal of 940, 950 uh, officers that we need uh, to adequately protect Tulsans, and we're right at about 820 right now. And so it's a, it's a challenge for every major police department in the nation right now. Uh, there's never been a more challenging environment to recruit people into law enforcement. And then you add on to that that our department has amongst the highest standards in the nation. 
Um, we're one of the only departments that still requires a bachelor's degree. And uh, the further requirements that w- that we have with a chief with very high expectations for the people that are allowed to be Tulsa police officers is extremely high. And we're not going to lower that. And that then, you know, because you, as I've told him when he and I have discussed our various options on this, you know, neither of us believes in lowering standards. Uh, that might help you cross the number line, but it it just creates more problems in the long term. Uh, and by, so, by lowering standards, so let's kind of get specific on that. So are we talking about things like uh, recruits not being eligible if they smoke medical cannabis or use medical cannabis? Well, I think uh, the, the main one that gets brought up a lot is eliminating the bachelor's degree requirement. Okay. Um, anytime that we run into challenges, people raise that and say, well, you know, uh, you know, we're one of the only major police departments in the country that still requires that. Why don't we eliminate that? And that opens up a whole new field of applicants. And yet uh, both the police department leadership and the fraternal order of police leadership are uh, do not believe that that would be an advisable course, and I agree with them. But that this then raises the question, and which we've talked about on this show before, how do you make the best use of the folks that you currently have and the people that do meet those high standards that you can recruit? And I think one of those ways that we can do that is establishing a real-time information center, which Chief Franklin has proposed, where we can use video technology to assist officers in the field with responding to crimes instead of asking them to only use audio relay that is essentially unchanged in 50 years of policing. Um, And so that's really what what we're looking at. We don't want to give up on recruitment and pay is a big part of that. That's why we implemented the largest starting pay increase in the history of the police department this year. Um, But we still have a lot more to do on recruitment and on technology and we're going to focus on both of those in the upcoming budget do you think you would come back to higher pay still even though you just gave them an increase is that something that you might look at again within a year oh well and this gets into the larger challenge that we're facing into the question that was raised a moment ago you know everything every single employee group that we have right now is challenged by the inflation that we're seeing that is the highest in a generation and so Uh, We put through record pay increases for the current fiscal year, but we have to look at how do we keep pace with inflation in the coming fiscal year. And that is, uh, honestly, that's the greatest budgetary pressure for us. Uh, The city of Tulsa is seeing significant increases in sales and use tax, but it's not because Tulsans are all of a sudden so much wealthier and spending more money. It's because inflation is driving prices higher, which causes higher sales tax. Hey, it's uh, it's filing week down there in Oklahoma City. You filing for anything? <laughs> no way. <laughs> Just, you knew I had to ask. Lots of, I mean, you know, no, auditor, not, uh, you know, treasurer, anything? I would, no? I would not want to give up my seat on the KRMG election night. <laughs> that's yes. right. I know uh, that's the reason that's you're not running. Priority. Yeah, it's it's all that pay and, and the goodie bag, the freebies that you get, the swag and all that. <laughs> that's right. Mayor. Maybe some cold pizza. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Thank Mayor. You. Tulsa Mayor G.G. Bynum.